Okay, so we're starting off. Sam was saying the mission on the bottom of Sam Rav on the base. So we're talking about the process of um, <coughs> the Sar Lazazel, the Sar Mishdaleach, um, getting sent out. So in the last mission yesterday we discussed um, part of the process, and now. So we discussed kind of leaving, getting out of Yerushalayim. Now, me kire Yerushalayim, the chash of people, okay? And the residents, Rashi says, Toshva Yerushalayim, hayu malavin say adzuka rishayna. So they would be malavahim, and like we'll see in a second here, it's going to say that there were 12, 12 mil, this is, a ta- this is Ramey Rashi, the Tanakam of the Mishnah, there were 12 mil distance so the din, the din is you have to take the it had to go out out of the city it had to go, obviously you needed a, a tzuk, you needed a cliff, but it had to go out of the city, it had to be kind of far away so um, <clears throat> we're, saying it's, we're saying it's going to be 12, 12 the remainder holds is going to be 12, 12 mil and there were 10 sukkos so mil from the city to sukkah one, okay, 10 sukkos and then from the last sukkah, there were two mil to the end. And we'll go through some of that to explain the Meir Shita in a second here. So what they would do is, they would be Mekir Yushalayim, the people in Yushalayim, they would come and be Malavahim to the first sukkah. So the first mil, the first thousand amas. Now, mil is, um, that's the Tchum Shabbos. So each person is only allowed to go mil. Now for him, for the, for the, for the Mishaleach, the Ishiti, okay, for the Ishiti, for him, he was, a, the, we waved Tchum and he was allowed to go all the way to the sukkah. Of course, that was everybody to say Yayim. What we're saying is the people that would be malava him from sukkah to sukkah, they would only be allowed to go mill. So he says, so Yushalayim would go to the first sukkah. Then there were people that were waiting in, the, in each sukkah from before Yom Kippur, and they would be malava him to the next sukkah. So Yoy has had someone to be malava him, except at the end in Ramei Yushita, because it was 12, so they would only be able to go with him to 11. So Yushalayim, through the, the person, people in the last sukkah could only go, it was, there was two, two mill. Right, there was two mil to the tzuk. They could only go one half the distance, and then he would go the last mil on his own specifically. Um, so let's see. So they would malav him to the first sukkah. So there were ten sukkahs, um, huts, right? That, that were from Yerushalayim until tzuk. And the mission is going to go into detail here as far as how far the distance was. It was tishim ris. So the total distance from Yushalayim to the Tzuk was Tishim Ris, 90 Ris, Shivo Lachol Mil. Okay, so we see that there were 12, there's 7.5 Ris per mil, so if you do uh, 7.5 times 12, that's 90. So we see that there were a total of 12 mil. I'll call Sukkah a Sukkah. So by every, at every Sukkah, at every hut, <coughs> they would say the people that were there, again, they were stationed there from before Yom Kippur, they would say to them, Harim Mazan, they would offer him food, okay, even though it was Yom Kippur, we'll see, the Gemara will discuss this. Okay, and they would be malava him from one sukkah to the next. Except for the last one, that they wouldn't go in the last sukkah, so when you got, they would just go one more mill with him, like we explained. They would stand from far away, Okay, and the first bring down that it says ish iti, and they have to, it has to be there alone. Okay, other first explain the reason they say that because we don't want people to start wondering whether they we don't want others to see the string. Um, so we'll see that there was a string that turned, uh, you know, red or white. So either way, we didn't want anybody else there. It was just for him, and therefore 
Rameyer says that they went from the last sukkah one mil, and then he went alone for the last mil to the edge of the cliff. Mahaya Isa. So what did he do at the edge of the cliff? So he would divide a red string, half of it was tied to the rock, or to a rock, and the other half was tied between the two horns of the sire, he pushed it uh, backwards, so the sire was standing face, face they were, him and the sire were standing face to face, and then he pushed it, and the sire would tumble down, it didn't even reach halfway down on the mountain, Okay, until it was completely made, it was chopped up into pieces. That's how sharp and jagged the uh, cliffs were. So now he would be able to go back. In other words, even though he's done with his mitzvah at this point, so we would think we should keep the normal rules of tchum. So he should, you know, let's say he's able to go 1,000. So how did he get to the, the sukkah, which is now 2,000, right? So what did he do? So Rashi explains, um, um, they would make a, um, sorry, Rashi says, the last Rashi, the second to last Rashi before the Mishnah, at the end there, he says, He was fasting, So for those two reasons Rashi brings down, the number one, um, fasting is going to be hard to just make the guy sit there in the middle of the hot blazing sun, okay, sitting in the middle, and it's also, it could be scary in the desert, right, so that there could be, animals that come attack him, so therefore we allowed him to go to the full, the full two mil, back to that last sukkah. Okay, and when, when is he going to be matama, when, so we say that the, the Pasuk says, So we say that the Mishaleach is going to be matama begadim. Question is, at what point? So, Tanakama says, when he leaves the city, once, only once he pushes, pushes the animal off the cliff, that's when we're talking about him. Okay, so now we, the Mishnah is going to be Rameyer Shita, and like we said, that it's a total of 12 mil, and there were 10 sukkahs. So we're going to see a couple other Shitas now. Okay, so that's like our Mishnah, that's Divrei Rameyer, that there were 10 sukkahs, Ten sukkahs that each were stationed with people from before Yom Kippur to Malavahim from station to station, and then, right, and then there were two at the end. One they would Malavahim, and then one he would go on his own. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, Yehuda says Teisha sukkahs va'asara milin that there were a total of ten mil, and it sounds like they would take they would go with him to the end. Then and there were only nine sukkahs, nine sukkahs ten mil. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, chamesh sukkahs va'asara milin. So Rabbi Yaisi says that there were a total of five sukkahs and ten mil, that they were able to uh, make an Erev, okay, and therefore they would, uh, you can make one Erev. So instead of having one mil in between each sukkah, you could have two mil, because then you could take, you can go to the Erev, and essentially you can then be malabim to the next sukkah, okay, by having an Erev in between. Each, in other words, the people's station at each, each sukkah would be able to make an Erev Right to one direction, they and then they would be able to, um, th- right? They would be able to make an erev, and then instead of having one one mil per sukkah, you could have two mil per sukkah. So Amar Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, "Sachli Alazar bini." So that was Rabbi Yaisi Shita. They only need they, they, there were five sukkahs and ten mil. And Rabbi Yaisi says, "Sachli Alazar bini, and ma'yide erev yecholni lasos afilu shte sukkahs v'asara milin." 
So you're saying like, you know, you change the game with this Erev thing, because if you, if technically speaking, if you want to go Erev, then we can really go a lot further. Um, and um, it, Rashi says it's Balash and Schleik, that he's kind of kibitzing, uh, his kibitzing his father. He's saying like, hey, you know, this whole Erev thing, if, if you're going to, if you're going to go technically to try to minimize the sukkah, so technically speaking, you could actually do it with two sukkahs and 10 mil. Okay, and the way you can do that is because the people leaving the city would have one mil. They can make an Erev, so that would give them two mil. Then, okay, so now you got to two. Then if you put your sukkah two more mil after that, then the people coming two more mil, so the people that were in the first sukkah would be able to go a thousand back towards Yushalayim and then back to the city and then another thousand, that's, that's to the Erev, and then another thousand, another thousand to meet those first people. So instead of being Malava from one point station to station, they would can go back and pick the guy up, right? So the first, the first people leaving Yushalayim can go two mil, okay? Then the people in the first sukkah can come back two mil, right, and go there. And then the, there are other people in the, in the first sukkah that can go two mil the other way, okay? And then there are other people in the, in the second sukkah that can go two mil back, right? And you're able, if you're using Arabs, you can actually do this with, with just two sukkahs, okay? Um, now, Kiman Ozla Ha Ditanya, so who, there's a b'risa that says, Chutz me'achorin shebahen, so which of these three shitas, so we know this has to be a mayor, because in Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yaisi, they were only, they were only going 10 mil, if they were going 10 mil, and there were nine sukkahs or five with an Arab, either way you get to the same point, point is that they would be able to go to the edge of the tzuk, so that must be a mayor shita. That must be a mayor, when the b'risa says that they, the, the people that were stationed in each sukkah would be malavahim, and then at the last one they would watch, that must be Rameir Shita, that holds that there was a total of 12 mil. Fine. Okay, so they would tell him it was, it was Yom Kippur, and yet they would offer him food and they would offer him water. Okay, and the Mepharshim bring down that, like, Lamaisa, if he, he has to do that, I mean, for whatever reason, it has to be done with him. So if he was chalash, he would be able to eat. Like if he wouldn't be able to complete the Avayda without eating, he would be able to eat. However, we're saying, he never actually needed to eat. So why was there food there if we knew that he wasn't going to actually need it? Okay, the, the person who has uh, bread in his basket. Okay, so meaning, I don't know if you've ever had this. I know it happens to me all the time. Or you have a, a long fast day and uh, right, you finally made it through. You have or whatever. Okay, and you finally get to eat, and you go, all right, now I can eat. Not a big deal anymore, right? At four o'clock in the afternoon, you're starving. But once it's nine o'clock at night, all right, so. Um, okay, so same type of idea. Mahaya Oisa. So what would he do? He would tie the string, right? So he, we said he divided the string. He would uh, divide it and then put half on the rock and half or part on the rock and part between the horns. So the Gemara wants to understand why do you have to go through this? If we, I understand we need the string, so now go ahead and just v'naktere kuloi b'sela. Why don't you just put it all on the rock? So the Gemara says, keeping the mitzvah b'sayer, since the mitzvah is with the sayer, right, that really the, 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 the goal here isn't to get the string to turn. The goal is to push the sayer off. Okay, so keeping the mitzvah b'sar, Dilma Kadamumalabin, could be that the string will turn white, and if it's all on the rock, he'll get so excited, he's looking at the string, and he'll uh, forget to push the sire off. 
Umitzvah daite, right? He'll, 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 he'll get all excited that it turns, the string turns white. And um, he won't go ahead. Rashi says, Okay, he won't, be, he won't feel the pressure to get the job done, the avoid done, because already we got the kapara. We'll see similar type of idea soon. Okay, so again, why do I have to divide the string? Just put it all between uh, his horns. So the Gemara says, Zimnin de Gomesh le Reishe Velava Daite. Okay, so we don't want him to see it too early, but we also want to make sure that he can see the string. Now, if as the animal tumbles, could be that he won't be able, to, the, the animal will tumble in a way that'll cover the string and he won't be able to see the string. So therefore, we want part on the rock. Okay, so we want him to, in other words, so he's going to go to push, right? So we want him, he's looking at the sire. We want him to be able to see this, the string on the sire. So he's not looking anywhere else and he finishes the avoda. His mind, he keeps his focus on getting the sire down. And at the same time, in case he's not able to see when the string would turn as it tumbles, he can look at the rock and see what's going on there. After he pushes. Tana Rabbana. So we have a bright sabri. Originally, so this wasn't just done. It wasn't, a, a, it wasn't just the Ishiti who did it, but um, they would tie they would tie it on the opening, the, the doorway to the ulami bachutz on the outside. Hilbin. Now, if it became white, hayusmechen. Okay, they would be very happy. Okay, and, and the Mephoshim explained that in, we, 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 we didn't want, we want to get finished with the Evodim Kippur. If everyone starts partying, right, everyone starts getting excited because it already turned white, Okay, what I got to finish with that for? You know, it's like people you lose some of the, if the whole point is to get the kapara, you don't want everybody knowing that we got the kapara, you know, in the halfway through Yom Kippur, then it's a... It's was that piece a piece from the goat or was it a different piece? The one that would well, we're saying originally they would hang it up in the ula. Well, yeah, but what, it's funny because when you bring that up, I wasn't sure if I would bring it up, but it, there's, there's, it's, it's a neat, and it's discussed in the Mepharshim whether or not, if you remember, they were kishrin, a lashain on the tzav, the tzavri, the neck of the animal. Yeah. There is, that's, a, that's brought down in the Rishayin. There's a need then to discuss whether or not that was, that was the same string that he went with him or not. Okay, some say that no, that there were two different ones. One's a chiv of the yom, and one's something they did. But, but um, there's, yeah, there's definitely discussion about the strings. Okay, loy hilbin, however, so if, again, if it, if it turned white, it was when it was a public display, if it turned white, so everybody got excited, and they wouldn't uh, have their mind to kind of finish the avodah in the proper way. Loy hilbin, and let's say it didn't, so then they would sit in there watching, and they get depressed. Oh my gosh, I have anxiety, what's going to happen? Loy hilbin, they were sad, they were depressed. And they were embarrassed. Uh, they're not going to get the kapara. Hiskino, so therefore they said, Okay, we'll put it on the inside. We'll put it on the inside so that it's not publicly, uh, it's not a public display. People would peek in. Okay, they would peek in and look. And they would see. They would be depressed or sad. So they said, you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to tie half on the rock and half being Karnov. And therefore, it's something that not, it's only uh, seeable by the Ish Iti, and it's not something that they're going to see, um, that the public is going to see. Amr Abnachman, Bar Papa, Mishim Rabbi Lazar, Kapar, Berishayna, similar type of memory over here, Berishayna, Hayukashin, Lashen Shazahar, Salpesa, Hulam, Bifnim. So again, they originally would tie it on the Pesach, Hulam, Bifnim, and Kimen Shehigia, Lesar. Now we're just talking about when it would turn. Once the sar got to midbar, 
Okay, it would turn white. The other shenasis mitzvah So that's how they knew that the mitzvah was done. Shenemar it says imiu chatoechem kashanim imiu chatoechem kashanim kashalag yalbino. Okay, if your sins are red, scarlet, then they will turn. Um, they will turn white. Okay. So, anyways, um, we said that it did not. The animal didn't get halfway down, and it already became evarm evarm. Right? It was already all chopped up. So now ibayaluhu. Interesting Shiloh. It's an evarim. So these evarim mahein bahano. Are you allowed to have hano from them? Okay. Now what we mean is it's it's interesting, right? So mistama, what we're saying is is nevela. Can you give it to your dog? You find you're walking along the cliffs. Right? And, and you're going to go ahead and, and you're walking along the cliffy areas and you see pieces of meat. Can you go ahead and uh, give it to your dog? Didn't we say in the previous stuff that there was like, like when you threw most of the cliff, you had to go kill it? So yeah. we said kill it, but what's, what, what's interesting on Samach Dalid, and this is actually discussed, it's discussed as almost like a kasha. Dechiyasa Lutzuk Zuhi Shchitasa, we said. We were comparing it to Egla Rufa, if you remember. So we said when he pushed off the cliff, right, we said. Um, we said we want to know is there a problem if you remember on the beginning of Samach Dalad right so we did it with Samach Kimmel's Gemara and we said when you push it off that's like Shechita so if it's like Shechita then there's some some Farsham asks so then why can't you eat it if it's Shechita okay so the answer that you need one that huh no because it's not mitzvah, so there's never Meila like Shirai Anything that's not this mitzvah, so there's no way it loses me as soon as the mitzvah's done. So, so, um, but, but, so, so they actually asked a, they asked a question. Okay, so, uh, it's hard to understand exactly what the Havamina is, but, but at least for me, I'm sure it's a, it's, it's asked by well-respected and, um, 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 I think the Mechav Schinoch asked the question. But, uh, either way, we're not discussing whether you should be able to eat it here. Here we're discussing is it, is it just Motor no or Asur Bahana. Um, so you're allowed to go ahead and give it to your animal. So Rav Shmuel Chadamar Mutarid. So some say, so Rav Shmuel, one says, one, so, the, so one Mandamar says it's Mutar, Chadamar why should it be Mutar? Midbar. Okay, it says, And what is the Midbar? Midbar is a Makam Hefker. And therefore, the fact that we say Shilach Midbar means that it becomes Hefker, and things that are Hefker are available to be used by all, and therefore it's no longer going to be Asr Bahano once it goes off, once it goes off the cliff. Okay, it's not going to be Asr Bahano. Umanda Amar Asurin, okay, and the Manda Amar who says it's going to be Asr, Dechsev Gezeira. Okay, that it says Gezeira, that it's, that's a Lashon, Rashi says Lashon Chaymer Ve'isr. It still sounds like it would still be Aser. Okay, so now, Umandamar, Asurin, so the Mandamar, who says it's still going to be Aser Bahana, Hai Midbar, Mayavidle. So what, <clears throat> what Midbar, so what, I'm sorry, what's he going to do with the Midbar? What's he going to do with the Pasuk of Midbar, which sounds like he's making, that, that it, it's making it available to everybody? So he says, Hamidbara, Hamidbara, Bamidbar. It says three times, three different Pasukim, Hamidbara. Okay, Shalachas Elazah Hamidbar Vishach Biyad Ishiti Hamidbar Vishachas Asayir Bamidbar. Three Bamidbars are coming to tell me, and this is one of them coming to tell me the Rabbis Noiv Vigivoin that you have to do this Avoda of being Mishaleach the Sar Lazazel not only in the Mishkan but Noiv Vigivoin Shila and Beis Olamim. Right? We need a Rebbe to tell me that in each of these places you would still have to do it in the Beis Hamikdash, and even not when the Mishkan was traveling with Bnei Yisrael in the Midbar, but rather um, in later dates when it was either in Noiv Vigivoin or Shila. Be'idach, 
Okay, now the Mandamar who holds up a midbar is coming to tell me that it's mutter bahana, that it's like hefker, like a midbar. So what's he going to do with the gzera shava? What's he going to do with the words, what's he going to do with gzera? So hi gzera my oven. Let me buy the tanya. Gzera, now what is, why is the Pasuk saying gzera? That is, it's gzera, what is that telling me? In gzera ela chatucha. Okay, then it has to be, it has to get cut up. Okay, so we're learning here that, um, okay, that you can't just chug it down a hill. It's got to be something jagged. Okay, so not just off a cliff that I need it to be, you know, cliff-like and not just a hill, but rather that it's got to be, it's got to have, it's got to be a rocky area so that as the animal comes down, it'll get cut up. Maybe you'll tell me that this is, this is a, a, a wonder, a wonderment. Rashi says, Okay, what, what sort of kapara is this? It sounds a little funny, right? So you know how you're going to get your kapara for your abundance? You're going to chuck the animal off a hill. And it'll uh, it'll it'll get mangled. Yeah, that this is my gezera. That's an, again a lashon of gezera. Gezartiv in the that you can't um, be mahar. You can't go ahead and think that there's nothing to this or that this is uh, some sort of funny business. I'm a rabba. Mistabra command amar mutarin. That rabba says that if I have to weigh in on this machlik is rabba shmuel. It's a mistabra that it sounds like it should be mutter. Why? Because Le Amra Terah Shaleach, the Terah didn't say to go ahead and send it, Letakala. Whereas we don't want to put, the Terah Mistama would not put us in a position where, again, you know, when the Shkint is happening with Mesa Mikdash, so we have a process how to deal with everything. Here, you're chucking, you're sending it off to the wild, and now it's, it's in the public. We're not going to tell you to go ahead and, and do something in the public and then say that there remains an Isra on it. That's just, it, it's, that's, for, that's setting, setting people up to, uh, to do something wrong. Tanarabana. Okay, so we have a price here. It says Azazel. So Sheyehei Az Vakasha. So the, again, the, we're talking about what, is, what does the terrain look like? It needs to be Az Vakasha. Right, bold, hard, jagged, Yachal Yishuv. So you might think, okay, so go find a jagged, cliffy area in the city. Tamalamar Bamidbar. Minayin Shabbat Sukh. How do you know it has to be a cliff? Tamalamar Gezerah. Okay, so that's one. We use the Psukim to tell us what type, what type of terrain you need. Tanya Idach. Azazel. Now, what is Azazel? Kosha Shebaharim. That it has to be the most, um, the, like, like Az, or, or it, we, we use Azza and El. Okay, Aleph Lamed, as an Alashan, Vechenu Oimer, Ves Eleya Aretz means like the mighty. So it has to be strong, bold, mighty. Okay, that's we're talking about the rocks, right? Um, ones that can rip apart an animal. Ves Eleya Aretz, Lakach. Time of Yishmal. Azazel. Why do we call it Azazel? So we say, Shemachapar al Maisa Uza the Azael. And Maisa Uza the Azael refers to these are the Malachi Chavala Rashi, Rashi says that came down in the time of Nama Achas Tuvalkayin. Okay, that was at the time of Arias. So these are the Malachi Chavala that came down. These are Malachi Chavala of Arias or Machapar on Arias. And then before I should explain that we're not, we're not, we're not, it's symbolic. Obviously, we learned that it's Machapar on all. Avonis, right? That's the point of the Sar Mishalech. It's Mechaper. Sar Lashem and Par are Mechaper on Tumas of Mikdash V'Kadashav, Kaihanim and Yisrael. And the Sar Mishalech, if you remember, we had a Machlekes, right? Sar Mishalech is Mechaper. I think we just brought it down in yesterday's, after yesterday, right in yesterday's stuff. That is Mechaper on Shar Averis. It's Machlekes whether for the Kaihanim as well or just for the Yisrael, but it's definitely Mechaper on all Averis. So we're just bringing this in like symbolically saying that it's Mechaper on Arayas. Tanar Abonon. 
So we have a general price over here. Es mishpatai ta'asu. So what is the lashon uh, you, sh- you should do? Is a commandment to do the mitzvah, uh, to do my mishpat, my mishpatim. So what are mishpatim? Devarim that even if these were not written, okay, that these are common uh, logical laws. right? If you believe in, in Hashem, so obviously you shouldn't. I don't. We don't need. Uh, we don't need a pasuk to tell us not to serve other gods if if we're supposed to believe in Hashem. The Gilui Arias, Shvi Chazdamim, murder, Gezel, Berchas Hashem. Okay, these are common sense, commonplace laws. It's Chukasai Tishmoiru. So what is Chukasai? Devarim Shasatan Meishavalei, that the Satan he um, he tries to answer them, answer them up, and say you don't have to do them. Beilohein, Achilas Chazir. Okay, pork with Visha Shatnes, wearing Shatnes, Vechalitzas Yivama. Okay, Vitaras Mitzayra, Vesari Mishdaleach. Okay, these are all things that are a little bit funny. It's hard to find the logic to understand exactly why these are mitzvahs that we're commanded to do. Bishema Taimar. So maybe you'll tell me that when it comes to these things, Maisei Tohuheim, okay, that they are like, they're, they're bewildering practices. Talmud Laimar, Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem Chakaktiv, right? We say that Chakaktiv is a lashon of Chayk, that in this lashon of, of like etched, Chakaktiv, right? I commanded this. I etched this into law. Okay, that you can't go ahead and think that maybe they're not real. Okay, and then just to finish up this Mishnah, so we said, When, when are we metamim begadim? We had a machlekes. Okay, we said it's either when he leaves Yushalayim or when he pushes it off the tzok. So now, by the way, only the mishaleach is metamim begadim, the person, the ishiti, However, the people being Malavahim, either outside Yerushalayim, Rashi says, or, or all the, right, the, the Malavim, Muslim Yerushalayim, Rashi says, so the people Malavahim, they are not going to be Matam Azara. So now the Havamina, we're just going to learn the Bryce, and then nobody actually says this, but the Havamina is that maybe when he leaves the Azara to Matam Begadim, Tamalomer, Hamshaleach. Okay, when he's out, when it's sent out. Okay, so once he's sent out to the tzuk, to the cliffs, Okay, it says, So we're coming to be marvelous. Something else, what does that mean? Rabbi Yehuda is the Tanakhama of our Mishnah, and he holds that when, at what point, do the begadim of the Ish'iti become Tameh? That is, when he, gets, when he leaves the walls of Yerushalayim. Okay, it says, afterwards. Therefore, um, it says, and, and, and therefore, that until the animal actually goes azazel, until it goes down the, the cliff, okay, that, then, his begadim won't become tame. Okay, that you go ahead and, um, and, and that is, right, because Rav Shimon is just coming, it sounds like he's coming, uh, right, so he's, he's arguing, and he's saying that if you look at the words of the Pasuk, I'm sorry. So Rabbi Yehuda said that when it leaves the city. Rabbi Yehuda says, Azazel v'chibes, until it gets to the tzuk. And Rabbi Shimon, like the Tana, um, like Rabbi Shimon that was brought down in the Mishnah, it's only actually when he gets pushed off. So now, so that, those are the three times. Once you push him off, then metamah begadim. Okay, and he learns that from um, the way that the... Uh, um, the the, 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 the the actual pushing off, not just getting to the cliffs, but the, the pushing off. So in the first, 
Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Yossi seem to, it's, it's a question of like, what, you cross a line, right? Where did you cross the line? Okay, once you get to Azazel, so then you've crossed the line, now you're Begadim Artame, and Roshimon holds no until you actually push him off. Um, that's when you're going, Begadim will become Tame. So we'll stop here. So, self-contained. Okay, we said we've been malabah him. Okay, so we said we're malabah him until the sukkah rishayna. That was with, like we'll explain to Rameyer Shita that there were ten sukkahs from Yishalayim until the tzuk. Okay, Rameyer holds, again, 10 sukkahs and 12 mil, that there was a mil between each sukkah, and, and then from, obviously from Yishalayim to the first sukkah, and then two mil after the last one, okay, and only one, um, um, <clears throat> and, and we had a brysa, that was like Rameyer, we said, right, that they would only, that every person that was in each station could only go one mil, that's the tchum, but he would go an extra mil at the end to be alone. Rabbi Yehuda said that, no, there were 10 sukkahs and 10 mil, so they don't hold that he has to be alone, and there were only, you only needed nine sukkahs, and because there's only 10 mil, um, you have uh, one, right, one mil is a Tchum Shabbos, so either way, however you play that forward. Rabbi Yehuda said five sukkahs and 10 mil because you could do it with, with an Erev, right? You put an Erev in between each one, to which his son came and said, well, if you're going Erev, you can actually get away with just two sukkahs. Okay, you can play, work out the numbers, right? You can go, uh, essentially, you have four, 4,000 mil, and then 2,000 to the end in between by using Eruvim. Okay, we said about each sukkah, they said, and nobody ever needed it. However, we said, we said that they would split the Lashain, put half on the rock, okay, um, because if they put it all on the rock, then we're afraid that the guy might not actually go through the Abayda, and if we put it all on his head, could be that they won't be able to see it, okay? Um, so therefore, we split it. We said we want to make sure um, we want him looking focused on the animal as he's pushing it off, so he can see the string there. And if for some reason he wouldn't be able to see the string turn as the animal kind of tumbles, then he can look at the rock. Okay, we said originally that they put it on the Pesach Ulmi Bachutz, and if it got white, everybody was happy. They maybe wouldn't complete the Avodah properly. And if it didn't get if it didn't get white, then they would be depressed. They would be sad. Okay, so therefore it wasn't it wasn't good for uh, for. Uh, you know, a public, public moral support. So then they said, okay, we'll put it inside the ulam, still that people would peek in and get a look, report back. And therefore they said, do it on the cell in the Karen. Okay. Um, we said that it had to be Avarm Avarm. We asked the question, we asked the Shiloh, are these Avarm Mutter or Asr Bahana? So we said, we had a Machlekis. Um, one man number said, I learned from Bamidbar, from, from Hamidbara, or from the word Midbar, that it has to be like the Midbar, that it is. Um, that, that it's, it's Hefker, Lakol, and um, the other Mandamar, then he'd have to learn the Midbar, he owns this, it's coming to tell me that I need to do the Sabaydah, Sarah Mishkaleach, even not just in the, in the, in the Mishkan, Midbar and the Mishkan, but also Neve Givayn, Shila, and Beis HaMikdash, that I have to go ahead and, and do this. Um, <clears throat> and then the other Mandamar said, it's going to be Asr, Gezeira is a Lashon of Iser, the other Mandamar holds that, uh, no, it's a Lashon of Chatucha, right, that it has to get cut, or we're talking about the, uh, it has to get cut, it has to be cliffy area, and it has to be sharp and jagged, okay? And also, Ani Hashem because this sounds like a little bit of a strange way to, to do a, a kapara, that it's Ani Hashem 
Okay, and we said, Rabba came along to, to Paskin in this Machlick, it's I wanted to say that Mistabra would be Mutter, because the Torah wouldn't tell you to do something that is Mevili Deta Kala. Okay, then we just discussed the, again, the terrain. Uh, we said Azazel, we discussed it was Azvakasha, we said it was the hardest, it had to be the hardest, it had to be cliff, cliff-like, hardest, and then we said Azazel was a Lashon, we're trying to, we're still on the Lashon Azazel, it's an interesting Lashon, right, because we call him Sar Mishtaleach, but we also have a lesson of Azazel, so we're addressing the Azazel as descriptive either of the mountain or on what it's mechaper for. Said Arias, okay, and then we discussed that, um, again, because of the interesting components to this Avoida and how it's mechaper, we discussed the difference between Mishpatai and Chuka. And Mishpatim are common, common sensible laws. Chukim, we don't necessarily understand, but Ani Hashem, that you're not allowed to ask about this. Okay, and we said, Bamidbar, um, and Gezerah, right? So we had was why did it say why do we need a lashon of both Bamidbar and Eretz Gezerah? We should be Bamidbar beyond Eretz Gezerah. Why do I need both description of the terrain? Because what we're saying is you can't throw it down a cliffy area in the city. It has to be out. It has to go out of the city, and that's specifically um, specific. And then can't just be out in the Midbar, but you have to throw it off of a um, <clears throat> cliff cliff like area with sharp jagged rocks. Okay, and we had a machlekes when even time of Okay, we said essentially three. Tanakama or Mishnah was like Rabbi Yehuda, Shaleach, right? Which, by the way, we learned to tell me that it's only the Ishiti and not the people Malavahim. Are Begadim will become Tame, uh, will become Tame only his, not the people Malavahim. And we said that there's three checkpoints. Either when you leave Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yehuda says when you get to the Tzuk, again, so it's distance. And then Rabbi Shimon says only when you actually complete that body, you throw the animal off the cliff.